Hi everyone, welcome back to the Mindfulness Podcast. My name is Anastasia and on this snowy, which is rare for England day, 8th of March, happy International Women's Day. Today I'm going to talk to you about the cognitive behavioral therapy. As a disclaimer, I want to say that I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, I'm here to share the experience that I've been through and uh, I research a lot, I read a lot, I talk to a lot of people who are experienced also in this niche. So I have tons of things that I think could be useful and helpful for some people. So um, if you need a therapy, I highly recommend to go and find a person who will support you on that, your personal coach or psychologist, therapist that would work with you specifically within your case. And whenever you're listening to someone's podcast or reading to a blog or you're on social media, um, always take the information kind of through a certain filter. And then, um, yeah, my personal advice is not don't follow and don't do whatever everyone says online. Even if people are experienced, even if they have education, even if they are professionals in what they're doing, you always need to first go through your own emotions and your feelings about that. How do you feel about the information you just learned? But I hope this episode will be helpful for anyone who's a little bit confused in their emotions and reactions. I've been through that. Sometimes I've, I've reacted very emotionally and then I was like, oh my God, I don't understand why this thing is, is happening. I feel a certain way and I feel certain, let's say, book eight and range of emotions that I cannot understand. And this therapy did help me to kind of make it a bit clearer for myself. So if you just Google what CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy is a form of psychotherapy that focuses on modifying dysfunctional emotions, behaviors, and thoughts by interrogating and approaching negative or irrational beliefs. A lot of times our thoughts are all over the place and it's hard to stop them. And it's a constant chit chat, um, especially if, if we, you know, get into the situation that we weren't prepared for. And thoughts and emotions can influence behavior in a positive or a negative way. Um, let's say an inaccurate or negative perception or thoughts will contribute to emotional distress and mental health concerns. And these thoughts can lead to unhelpful or even harmful behaviors sometimes. And eventually these thoughts are resulting behaviors that can be um, structurized in uh, the pattern that repeats itself. So learning how to address and change these patterns can help you to deal with problems as they arise, which can help you to reduce future stress. So essentially CBT is focused on changing your perception on thoughts, behavior, emotions, and, and your reactions. So that's when you need to learn how to take control of your emotions and start kind of tracking them with the future work done. Let me explain. So there's a certain, you know, circle that happens in each situation. So there's a situation that arises, you feel, you have certain thoughts and feelings, which then become your emotions. And then because you feel certain emotion, you react. So the situation triggers emotion, right? So that's the circle. When we react on something, we feel something. So you need to understand what you feel. And if you've ever been in a situation when 
when something happened and you just like, like this, just fired up and then you didn't understand what it even was. And then sometimes it can't even be that the situation didn't make sense. Like it didn't even, it wasn't even that upsetting, but you were just furious. It's really good to start registering or best thing to do at first is to write all these things down. So the situation that happened in detail, not changing from your perception after it happened, but the facts what you thought at that moment and what do you think caused the situation to happen and your thoughts to appear. The emotions you felt at that exact moment and your reaction. For example, you come home from work, you're tired and you open the door and your partner is already in the house, sipping on the tea in the kitchen and the house is just a mess. The dishes are not washed. I don't know. The socks are thrown everywhere. So situation you just came back home to a messy house and you're tired you think oh gosh I've been working my ass off and he or she didn't even clean up although came back earlier instead of you know doing that work just chilling sitting there in bed just waiting for me to do it and I'm not a cleaner and then you start feeling angry and annoyed and maybe even betrayed or not appreciated or being used and you come in and the first thing you say is like there you go I work 10 hours straight, come back to a mess, and you're just sitting here and you start to fight, right? And door slammed, boom, done. <laughs> so let's say this happened, right? And you've written everything down. First, first of all, make sure you write down exactly what happened and exactly which emotions you think you felt and what you thought about the situation. Do not adjust it while you're writing it down after the situation, right? So just try to keep it within the facts that actually happen. Now, go have a drink, go for a walk, <laughs> do a workout, <laughs> chill, <laughs> and come back to that note. If you analyze it, what do you see? First of all, you came home tired, right? You're exhausted, and you don't know what your partner's day looked like, right? And the whole mess in the house triggered you. Why did it trigger you? Why? Why, does it, why is it this important? So... Can you delegate the cleaning to a cleaner or can you clean it tomorrow? Can you just sit down for 10 minutes? I mean, the dirt and the mess won't go anywhere and it won't get worse. You can just let it go. So what is the actual reason why you get upset? Are you trying to control everything and because things are not done the way you want it to be done, you get upset? Was it because you grew up in a house where it was, you know, a very strict environment and everything had to be under own place? So what, what, what happened then? What did you feel? Label your emotions. Exactly. What did you feel? And why do you think again? So why does emotion, why these emotions arise with this situation? And how could you react differently? So when you write these things down on a piece of paper, you're going to have four columns is the situation, how it happened, the thoughts you had, the emotions you felt and the reactions you had. After picking situations like this apart and finding out the reasons of your reactions and different roots of how it could have developed differently, you will come back next time remembering that, yeah, you know, it's just a mess. I mean, I'm not talking about, let's say, OCD here. It's a different story. And you might, you know, you might next time just sit down and ask your partner how his or her day went. Maybe they had a hell of a day and just needed 20 minutes to unwind. And instead of having a fight about the mess, you can just sit down and actually connect and talk about it. And then just clean it together. 
tonight or tomorrow. You will learn that no one is trying to hurt you and you don't need to be in control of what everyone's doing and what's happening around you. So your negative emotions from this time will switch to a more positive one next time. And, you know, I gotta say, it's not easy to find time to write all these things down. So I've started with writing down lots of different situations. And at some point I was like, oh my God, like there are so many of them. Um, also don't pick every single one. Start with the ones that bother you the most. Let's say in my case, my husband loves craft beer, but he's not drinking too much. He can have like an occasional beer once a week, twice a week, tops, that's it. And I couldn't understand, like, whenever he is drinking, I just get furious. And he couldn't understand that either. He was like, what is happening to you? It's like a different person is just, you know, alter ego just turns on. And, and the, the Anastasia, like the, the kind, nice person is just gone. And there's his furious <laughs> the witch <laughs> who just doesn't let him live. Literally, I hate him when he drinks, although he doesn't even... You know, I, I used to, okay? I, he doesn't even come back, like, drunk. Maybe tiny, you know, just a little bit tipsy, which is okay. And then I started working with a therapist, and he said, well, write things down. And I wrote down, you know, lots of different emotions, like, I told him. So, yeah, my thoughts were, I told him I don't like drinking. I told him I don't like when people drink around me. I told him I don't like him drunk, and he's still drinking. He doesn't respect me. He doesn't love me. He's doing this on purpose. He just wants to piss me off. He just wants to hurt me. And then, but but there were no reason for me to actually get angry. I couldn't understand. And that was the reason for me to dig into that issue and be like, why? Why does it trigger me? He doesn't come back all, you know, completely effed up, laying on the floor and not being able to move, vomiting and like completely unconscious. No, he's absolutely fine. Okay, a little bit tipsy, whatever, you know, losing control here and there, like missing the words, trying to lose in control in terms of body control, right? So he cannot go climb or he cannot like go for a run or something. So he just like lays there and like, uh, chilling. But he's, as a person, he doesn't change. And... Then we, with my therapist, we did uh, find a huge, massive security issue from my childhood connected to drinking and, and alcohol and and everything. So, and then after that, I'm like, you know, I'm much more chill with this. Again, still, sometimes when he does have way too much to drink, I can feel the rage coming again. But then there's an inner talk, which is like, you know, still, I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling these emotions right now, but... I feel them because of this and I know why. And then I just, I can calm myself down. Whereas like before it was just like this and, you know, I couldn't control it. It, it was massive. It, it, it's really helpful as well when, if you're really anxious and some certain situation happened and you get lots of emotions, lots of fear kicking in and you just don't know sort of like how calm yourself down. And you can do it this way. You can just write things down and be like, okay, so I have this situation is happening and I'm feeling these emotions because I think I'll get triggered by this and this and this anxiety, this fear, these thoughts. And then are they rational? It, 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 is this actually happening or it's just, you know, um, my emotions just, you know, taking control of my feelings and I just can't come down, right? 
So it might seem a little bit not easy when you start writing things down because it's a lot, but it's just in the beginning. And then um, eventually you'll just get used to thinking a certain way to um, to evaluate the situation and emotions and to prevent yourself from reacting in a way you don't want to react, right? And you're just going to ask yourself these questions. What's happening now? What am I thinking about right now? What emotions do I feel and where? Also register where in the body your emotion lives. It's very important. We've talked about that before in previous episodes. And how do I want to react? And what's the best reaction at this moment? Right? So can I react differently from what my initial reaction should be? And eight out of ten times, it does work. And you just adjust your emotions and you do react differently and it works. And But it just takes time. Everything takes time. You just got to be patient. And there are a few subtitles of CBT. And if you need one, I'd suggest to do a deeper research and to find therapy that will be the most helpful to you. Some of them use mindfulness technique and meditation. Through another one, you'll learn to accept negative and unwanted thoughts and so on. But the good thing is that you'll bring you to a stronger and better emotional awareness. And also CBT gives you long-term results. If you learn the technique above, let's say, you will use it pretty much at all times and it'll become an automatic thing to do, which is extremely helpful because it can be applied directly to everyday life, to any situation. The thing is that even if you're not in therapy and you still use this technique to adjust your emotions and reactions here and there and to learn about this, about things that trigger these emotions, you're going to get rid of some traumatic experiences and traumatic responses like it's it's amazing i hope it's it's really helpful and thank you so much for joining today and listening to this episode if you do try to make a diary of situations emotions and reactions and thoughts i hope it helps you even a little bit and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss out next episode i wish you a great rest of the week bye bye you're anastasia you